For those of you watching on YouTube, you can tell that this is not my studio. I'm live in Austin. For those of you on Spotify just listening, you can also tell it's echoey. This is not my studio. It's not ideal, but it's beautiful. I'm on the road and I am really happy that this is just about the one year anniversary of this show. I'm super excited that you guys have been with me all along. You're going over to benjosephstewart.com. You're becoming a member and you're signing up for the deeper dives. You're seeing the things that I'm not allowed to say on YouTube a little deeper. And very, very soon we're going to have Charles Eisenstein, Foster and Kimberly Gamble, Patricia Eastman, Rafe Kelly, Naudi Aguilar, hopefully Mickey Willis, and quite a few other people in short documentaries going behind the paywall on benjosephstewart.com to support this news channel, the podcast, the Friday Night Acoustic Nights, and to expand as a media platform because I'm telling you, I'm in Austin, I'm meeting people that are doing incredible things in tech, they're doing incredible things for freedom and censorship, and there is a mission that everyone here is oriented to. It's beautiful. I can't wait to tell you a little bit more about that, but I want to get into the Kyle Rittenhouse case a little bit today, talk about it mythically, talk about it specifically. Hopefully I can get into other things that are happening here in Austin, but first and foremost, I just want to say smash that like button, comment below, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I'm really trying to get those subscribes, uh, those subs up as they say. And um, with that, share this video out. That's the best thing you can do is share this video out. Not only does it help the algorithms, but it really does allow for other people to come to know smaller time news channels that hopefully you agree are bringing a bit more of a harmonious message to the world. So with that being said, I can't wait for y'all to take this microdose of infinity. Welcome back to Waking Infinity News. As I said, I'm in Austin. There's a lot of incredible things going on. Let me just give you a quick breakdown of what happened. I came in to air, uh, premiere, I should say, this film with Aubrey Marcus. We did it at the Alamo Draft House two weeks ago now, I believe. It was uh, a couple Mondays ago. And it was an incredible event. Got some great feedback. We're extending the film. I just want to talk about Aubrey Marcus real quick. Um, I don't know how much you all know about him and his journey, but this man is, he's gone to Don Howard and Don Robert down in Peru, first person um, doing plant medicine, or maybe the, for him, maybe not the first time doing ayahuasca, um, but for me it was, and I became really in love with Don Howard and his teachings, and so did Aubrey. I knew we were going to meet, and then all of a sudden, I meet him and he tells me that he's, he went into darkness. It was an incredible experience and they're making a film about it. I was like, cool. Later, Charles Eisenstein, supposed to be on his show, ends up coming through Nashville first and I interviewed him in Nashville. And as I was leaving the interview with Charles Eisenstein, Aubrey calls and asks me if I want to do this film. I won't get into the depth of it, but I just want to say that making films like this one is the reason I'm a filmmaker. I, I really, really appreciate the way this came out, and it was a deep way of expressing exactly what darkness can bring about. You don't have to take drugs. You can sit in meditation, but you just turn out the lights for seven days. You're going to have a massively different experience. What might that reveal about yourself? 
I want to mention that. What can the darkness show you that things in the light cannot? A lot. You should watch this film. Go to aubreymarcus.com backslash darkness. And I think you got to put another backslash at the end of it. And that is how you can watch this film. It's free. You do have to enter your email, but you know, those things, A, you could always unsubscribe from them. And why would you? This individual, Aubrey Marcus, is putting out incredible work. And like many others, and I'll get into these other names, they're creating incredible media and it's alternative media. This is the biggest part of the solution. So please go over there, enter your email address, watch this film, let me know what you think about it. With that being said, I went on the Tim Pool podcast he just had on Joe Rogan and he just had on uh, Alex Jones and Michael Malice and then I go on and we talk about, it was the night of the, uh, the eclipse and then the very next day, the Kyle Rittenhouse case comes back saying not guilty. We were talking about everything Kyle Rittenhouse and if you know Tim Pool, you know where he stands on that. I personally have a very unique way of looking at the Kyle Rittenhouse case and I call it unique just because I haven't heard many people put it into these words. Maybe other people have. But I look at it in a mythical sense. What does it mean about humanity? Because I don't believe that when we look at humanity, we're looking at anything other. I think we're looking at ourselves through a very unique prism. It refracts light and it shows us ourselves in different ways. I believe reality is holographic. I believe we do create a reality. I also believe we co-create our reality. I believe that God is looking at itself right now through this lens, doesn't matter. You can try and block it. You can turn off the lights, doesn't matter. You're still looking at God. You're still looking at yourself. So let's look at the macrocosmic archetype of this entire case. Kyle Rittenhouse has a gun. He is of the people, for the people, by the people. That means he is the fourth branch of government. He's part of the people. We're all the government. It's been written. We've made that agreement. It hasn't been undone. Archetypally, this is a person of the people, for the people, by the people, with a legal gun, and it was shown in court, protected by the judicial branch, it was shown in court that he legally had the right to have that gun, and he was, and a jury of his peers found him not guilty on all accounts. That's at least what happened, regardless of whether you like it or not. So, the important factor here to look at is this was a human this was an American, a part of the government, with a gun, legally, protecting small businesses because the cops weren't. And there's no blame here. We don't need to place blame. Blame only really serves to further segregate the divide between self and other and acknowledging and surrendering to this is God looking at God. You can't lie. You can't cheat. You can't steal. Everything is known. You are it looking at it through the eyes of it. It is all God. It is all truth. It is all consciousness. It is all reality. However you want to put it semantically, harm never leaves the source because there is only one source. So what we're really looking at here is Kyle Rittenhouse was protecting small businesses. He brought a first aid kit to help other people. There was a purpose behind his being there. He was compelled. But what caused that? Well, some kind of violence, organized, you can say, in the streets of Kenosha. So, he was compelled. But what compelled that? What compelled him to even have these freedoms? Well, media. 
media and stories and narratives and school taught him about freedom and that caused him to see something is under attack. I must go. I'm compelled. But what caused that? Well, what caused the, the chaos for uh, Kyle Rittenhouse to want to go and bring a little bit of order into it? Something happened. There were riots, political ideology, philosophical differences converging. Well, what created that? People. People created that. Well, what created people? We're getting into this layer of, we don't know how to explain what it is we're looking at, but look at how many people online are throwing around the words white supremacist, and look at how many of them are speaking with nothing but hate and loathing in their hearts. So I'll end on this. I went on the Tim Pool podcast. Luke Rakowski was talking about conspiracy. We can, we should talk about Bill Gates. We should talk about Fauci. We should talk about billionaires and George Soros. We should talk about those things. And then there was Tim Pool saying, I hate when some conspiracy theorist makes it all one person's fault. And he was like, Bill Gates gave over $200 million, $300 million to mainstream media outlets. And Tim was like, what does that mean? Did it, what did it do? And I understand both of where they were coming from. So I jumped in and I said, can I just say something? So this doesn't seem like a one has to be right and the other has to be wrong. This is community. Disagreeing with one another, that is community. So I'm going to end on this. The solution is community. Understanding that what we're looking at and what needs to adjust and be brought back into harmony is currently something we don't want to look at. It has forms that we do want to look at, but it's currently in a form also that we don't wish to look at. So if we don't realize that this is what community is and we must bridge the gap, not further divide, not further listen to the narratives out there, but bridge that gap, that can only happen through celebration. It can only happen through play. It can only happen through mourning together, not separate from one another. As a message from my heart to yours, I see no such thing as other, even though I'm only looking at a camera. I feel you on the other side of it, even though it's not happening right now. We don't know what put any of this into motion, and we're trying to exact justice. That is the only thing that is going to further the trauma and send it rippling down through the generations. The only thing that is going to stop it is by introducing no more harm, no more slurs, no more ways of dividing us based upon ideology or anything to acknowledge that God is looking at God right now. The medicine can only start from within. And if you're not cultivating love inside, you're not part of the solution. Go over to benjosephstewart.com. Get access to the deeper dives. I'm not going to have one this week. I'm on the road. I'm going to have a lot more content for you soon, but I'm not going to have anything for you on the deeper dives that's new. But I really encourage you to go back and look through some of the deeper dives and watch some of my older films because the next few things that are coming out, they're really, they're going to show you that everything that I've been talking about still has some validity from my very first film but the way we cultivate it is getting easier and easier now. This crisis that we are facing is actually exactly what we need to cause us to become the medicine. So please go over to Ben Joseph Stewart, become a member, 
If you haven't hit that like button, fucking do it. And I'll catch y'all next time on Waking Infinity News.